from, Joseph? South Shields. Ethel. Well, there were three of us in this marriage, so it was a bit crowded. But let me be clear. I enjoy cooking bacon and stop working with flour. This is Your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. You're You're welcome. welcome. Happy New Year, babes. Happy New Year, babes. I feel like we've done this before. (laughs) 2020. 2020. Oh, complete sidetrack story. Have I ever told you about when I was a kid in the 90s and we went to Spain every summer and there was a restaurant called Restaurant 2000? Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, so it was called, so we would go from about 1995 onwards, we started going to Spain, I'd go with my friend Amy, and we'd go to a restaurant you could walk to called Restaurant 2000, it sounded like a a restaurant from the future, (laughs) and then as the new millennium crept closer, I kept thinking in my head, what's going to happen in the future, what's going to happen to Restaurant 2000, and then it stayed that name for a couple of years, and then it just closed. Oh, I was thinking on the stroke of midnight of the millennium, it just like imploded in on itself. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it <laughs> like the house from Poltergeist, it just went... <laughs> and then like flew off like a spaceship. <laughs> like it had come from the future, done its job, and then just flew off. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, I just thought, um, just a bit of fun, bit of business. Oh, um, Bob, in, bit so, of business. Uh, 2020, we're in the year of the rat in the, uh, the Chinese Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got your, you know, Richard Nixon's, your Rosa Parks, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Eminem, uh, Avril Lavigne, um, Carmen Electra, and me. Oh, you're a rat. I am a rat. Okay. It's my year. Okay. I'm, it really is <laughs> it your year. It's literally my year. Okay. I'm going to just double check what my year was. An ox. I don't know what that means. I've just seen further down the list. <laughs> Dolly the sheep. Remember Dolly the sheep? <laughs> Talking of like the year 2000 or whatever. Um, well, what did we do for New Year? We, as as <laughs> as predicted, we spent it together. We did. We took ourselves down to Koreatown, my soon-to-be neighborhood, mm-hmm. uh, to a place called... What is it called? Pharaohs. <laughs> okay. Took ourselves... To be fair, there's a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> the New Year, Koreatown, your future home, karaoke, Pharaohs. So we went to Pharaohs. Um, it was a little foursome of an evening, mm-hmm. um, and pharaohs. How do you describe pharaohs? Oh, well, I loved it because, um, so you go to some weird, Koreatown's so interesting because it feels like its own city because it's kind of got high rises and it's very walkable. So we got out of like our lift right beside this like kind of office building. Yeah. That had like a sign saying pharaohs, but you texted saying, oh no, the entrance is round the other side. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we go around the side, go into an office slash apartment building, get in an elevator. <laughs> it's like, there's almost, you almost just go up to like a reception desk in an office building. It's very odd. Yeah. And then you go down and the door is open. It's like, yeah. and just lights <laughs> pour in and you just, you've entered Korea um, <laughs> slash like a disco disco like a school disco from 1997 yeah it was great loved it um song highlights so well there was i think i discovered a lot i discovered um the song stars are blind by paris hilton is really hard to sing discovered womanizer by britney spears is really hard to sing you and i discovered that but that's fine because we really pushed through with choreography (laughs) um discovered uh that the song the one song that suits my range is unbreak my heart by tony braxton (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're just so soulful your tone yeah i think it just she just sits right in my range well i rediscovered and i, I actually doing it in montreal years ago i remembered that um i'm not a girl not yet a woman is oh, my yeah. song that was good it, yeah i could do it i could actually <laughs> do it um jesse did some good hits i mean he he really knows that karaoke book from being in korea yeah jesse's jesse's like korean inside knowledge was the only way we managed to get the actual karaoke up and running he (laughs) knew how to work the system he knew where to look in the book for the english like titles yeah i because before you arrived me and rylan were just flipping through that book looking at like korean and looking at that like giant remote control that didn't make any sense (laughs) it was like a giant remote control slash calculator from like a past vision of the future. Yeah, definitely. It was fascinating. <laughs> and I loved, we obviously had bottle service. Oh, <laughs> yes. Included in our room price was 
this promised bottle of Grey Goose vodka. Bottle of Goose is a shout out to my brother. Loves goose. His, loves his goose. Loves a bottle of Goose. Um, and let's say the the mixers arrived. It was a very impressive affair. And then the bottle arrived and it was... Just the world's smallest <laughs> bottle of vodka. It was like an aeroplane vodka. Yeah. Like a novelty, <laughs> a novelty bottle. Do you remember what song we sang heading in to midnight, heading into the year 2020? What group song did we sing? Oh my God, I can't remember. That aeroplane vodka got to me. It was uh, Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> How could I forget? Do you know of course. Just really... did, did, did some like sit down choreo for that as well, didn't we? I can't remember. I know there was a lot of like sexy genie dancing. <laughs> what was strange is that we had brunch with one of our friends today and he was in Vegas seeing Christina at oh, New yeah. Year. I was like, how in the year 2019 going to 2020 <laughs> have two like groups of people independently had a... <laughs> Christina Aguilera centric evening, um, Queen of New Year. Yeah. Oh, did I say Queen of the Night? You did. You that, that was another tough. No, but one. You, I think you ended up stopping and skipping it. I just gave up on it. I yeah. Like, I haven't got the range for this. <laughs> Turns out you don't have the range for Whitney. No, it's the range for Tony Braxton, yeah. not Whitney. <laughs> In every episode of Your Welcome America, you probably know by now. But hello, Happy New Year to new listeners and old. In every episode, we tackle a British topic and an American topic, yep. and we translate them for the other culture. We each take a topic. Now, as it's the new year, new you. New You're Welcome America, mm. we're going to run a bit of a competition. <laughs> At the beginning of our show, you probably heard we have snippets uh, of various pop culture moments that we play <laughs> over our theme. We are going to replace one. Yep. We're going to replace Theresa May yep. because she is dead. Wait, hang on. She's still around, <laughs> but technically, culturally, politically, she's dead. Yeah, dead to us. Dead to us. So we would love to hear from you out there, listeners. If you have a very American or very British pop culture soundbite, you'd love to hear every episode in our theme tune. Get in touch. We're all ears. Yeah. Competition writing. Do you remember? I still, I think I can still remember the address. For, no, I can remember the address for The Big Breakfast. Should we try? Okay. okay. The Big Breakfast. It was two lock keepers cottages. Old Ford Lock, London E32NN. Yeah. I think I may have messed up the numbers part of that, but I definitely remember from just that part onwards. I remember the phone number to Live and Kicking. Okay. 01881 8181 8181. So big breakfast. In retrospect, quite an easy number to remember. I remember that. Can you? Yeah, just some real British moments for Don't send your suggestions to that address or to that phone number. They will not get to us. Please use Instagram. Okay, shall we get on with the show? Yeah. And we are back. As I said earlier, this is your Welcome America. And every episode we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. Fraser, you're up first with an American topic. I am indeed up with an American topic. Today I'm going to be discussing the supermarket, Gelson's. Mm. 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 Gelson's Supermarket. Let's start at the beginning, shall we? This is according to the Gelson's website. <clears throat> On a warm summer morning in July 1951, two boyishly enthusiastic young men wrote the stirring first paragraph of an ongoing and endless appetizing story as they cut the ribbon on the very first Gelson's supermarket. I won't read any more than that because it's wild. That is a lot. I, I also <laughs> thought it, it was referring, when it said it wrote the thing, I thought, wait, is it? wrote the thing that we're currently reading. It got <laughs> <Yes>. very meta <laughs> very quickly. But basically, um, the supermarket, yeah, it started in 1951 by two, the Gelson brothers. Um, they moved to LA and they opened the first uh, supermarket in Burbank. Oh. That makes, you know, that makes sense. I didn't realize, I didn't realize it was um, LA, California. Yeah, it's a California, California chain. So our nearest Gelson's is the Gelson's in Silver Lake. Yes. Uh, famously opposite the Trader Joe's. Um, I thought just to, break format in the new year what we're gonna we're gonna go not maybe live maybe pre-recorded uh to a little field piece that i may have uh, recorded in that gelson's in silver lake 2020 she's doing it over to you fraser <laughs> okay so i am here at the world famous gelson's supermarket um in silver lake doing a field piece like the true reporter that i am um 
I am pretending to talk on my hands free, like I'm on the phone, because I don't want people to think that I'm insane. Um, my main mission here is to um, see a celebrity, because that's what everything I read about Gelson's said online, that there will be a celebrity shopping in here today. So I've just entered through the produce section. There is a sign that tells you how to cut a mango in the style of a hedgehog. That's the first thing I'm greeted with. Oh, sorry. Just passed a woman wearing a surgical face mask. Could she be famous? Couldn't tell under the mask. Time will tell. Um, there is a woman shopping wearing a pair of sunglasses who could be Gina Davis. I don't think it's Gina Davis. No, abort, it is not Gina Davis. I thought Gina Davis was picking out some apples. She is not. I can confirm she is not. Just passing the wine section and there is a $84 bottle of Chardonnay, which is almost double the size of a bottle of wine normally. Wowzers. $84. That's a lot of money for one big bottle of Chardonnay. What I will say about Gelson's is that it is very bright, very airy and spacious, unlike Trader fucking Joe's across the street, which is cramped, dark, and very, very stressful. There is something called the self-serve bar for just bath salts, where you can dig into jars of bath salts and serve yourself 99 cents per ounce of bath salts. Very strange. Um, there's also a section in the farmer's section just called personal wellness, um, which is mostly vitamins, but also some very strange products. Something called Neurosleep, Sweet Dreams, which apparently is a drink that tastes of tangerine and sends you off to sleep. Sounds great. Something called Dream Water. For $3.49, I can drink this little shot called Dream Water, which apparently will knock me out. Is it anesthetic? Maybe. Well, so far, still not one celebrity sighting in Galson's. I've just found a cabinet, which is just a chilled cabinet, which is just entitled Alternative Beverages, which seems to contain nothing but kombucha and cold brew coffee and cannabis drinks. And there's also a, wow, the Gelson's on tap kombucha slash cold brew station, which has actual like beer taps that you can pour into kind of old timey jugs and you can pour yourself gallons and gallons of kombucha, which I refuse to do because apparently kombucha has a living organism inside it called the mother, which I think any time you're drinking something which has a beating organism in the middle of it called mother, you're in big trouble. A false alarm, got very excited, thought I saw Moby, obviously just a bald man in glasses. I can confirm also Gina Davis is not Gina Davis, I just had a really good look at her. So I'm now currently sitting in the, what some people call the crown jewel of Gelson's um, in Silver Lake, which is the bar. Yeah, apparently there is a bar here um, where you can uh, get a glass of wine, um, a wine bar, beer on tap, and uh, just sit and get drunk pre or post shop. Um, apparently also they do a service where you can sit here and drink wine and someone does your shopping for you, which is actually kind of amazing. So I'm currently sipping on a uh, $10 glass of Whispering Angel Rosé wine, which I just ordered from the bar. Um, I was told it was a very good choice by the barman, which made me feel very validated and amazing. Um, I'll just talk to you a little bit about the clientele of the Gelson's Bar. Um, it's pretty packed um, in this tiny little space. Everyone seems to be having a lovely time for a Saturday afternoon, just drinking. Um, there's also an amazing uh, old couple at the end of the bar who are loudly arguing about what film to see at the cinema. Um, he's watching all of the trailers on YouTube out loud on his phone and she just chastised him saying she did not want to see the film Spies in Disguise because it is a children's movie and she hates cartoons. Um, someone just ordered a plate of sushi. Apparently you can drink wine, eat sushi um, in a supermarket. Okay, so I'm doing one final lap of Gelson's to try and see if I can spot a celebrity. Full disclosure, I'm uh, kind of buzzed. Um, that one glass of rosé on an empty stomach after a gym workout was probably not the best idea. So, you know, am I drunk in a supermarket on a Saturday afternoon? Sure.
just got very excited thinking I saw a celebrity, an older gentleman who I recognised. Um, I couldn't place where I knew him from, um, but it turned out he goes to my gym. <laughs> so, false alarm again. Okay, so I'm just leaving Gelson's. I bought uh, a protein bar because I was getting very paranoid that they thought I was shoplifting. Um, stealing from the from the shop because I was just walking around for ages and I'm kind of drunk. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that was my time in Gelson's. It was great, lovely, very expensive, very brightly lit. Not a celebrity to be found. Wine, great. Bye. Journalism. So that's journalism for you. <laughs> um, just so you know, later that day, nowhere near Gelson's. I was on Hillhurst in Los Feliz. Um, and I just peeked into the window of a car that was driving towards me, and it was Kristen Stewart. So oh. I felt like I was given, you know, what was taken away with one hand in Gelson's was given back to me by the, the gods of Los Feliz, and I saw Kristen Stewart. So that was great. So yeah, that was my field report from Gelson's. What a report. Um, <laughs> you know, it was strange going and having a glass of wine in the supermarket, mm-hmm. but that is one of the beauties of Gelson's. I, one thing you pinpointed there was... I think it's genius having a bar in a supermarket, but it's so bright. You mm. still have like supermarket lights. And the thing about Gelson's in general is it's very expensive. Yeah. But it also kind of feels like the past. You know what I mean? Like all the colors. Yeah. And all the, it's very, I guess it's very Burbank. Yeah. Well, to be it, honest. It kind of has the, you know, not to jump ahead because this is not going to be my answer, but it has kind of the the colours of like an old Waitrose from like the 90s. Yes. Um, and it, yeah, it was very strange. I had very strange views while I was drinking my wine. I wasn't facing the bar, I was facing the supermarket. And there was a woman just, you know, like when people do give out samples of food. Yeah. She was just giving out samples of grapes. <laughs> oh, I never tried. Yeah, need to like, try one of those. I guess maybe I'll try a grape. <laughs> I was like, don't people just eat grapes in the supermarket anyway? Wasn't that always like a real like... Go shopping with your mum and just eat some grapes as you walk around. But also stealing. But also everyone knows what a grape tastes like. <laughs> yeah. There's no like tasting what? about it. I so Jesse and I used to when we lived in Franklin Village, just beside Hollywood, we were in walking distance of the Gelsons. Mm. Blessing and a curse. Yeah. Because Gelsons, you can't unless you're incredibly wealthy, you do not do a full shop at Gelsons. Yeah, it's really expensive. It's so expensive. But it's it was right there. Yeah. So I'd I'd always just be going in and cursing. And my favorite things to get, um, Around Halloween time, they, they, so all year you can buy like fresh blood orange juice. Okay. <laughs> okay. But at Halloween time for like the month leading up to and after Halloween, they, they rebrand it as like Dracula juice with a fun vampire in the front. Gets me every time. Um, I thought it was going to have the blood of a Gelson's employee in it for the month of <laughs> blood orange juice. Yeah. Sure. I mean, sure. That's very <laughs> sure. Um, Got it. Yeah, no, I, I did cut from my field report. Um, I found a jar of Nutella, translation Nutella. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, and it was $8.99 for a jar of Nutella. What? So expensive. Wow. Yeah. Although, one thing I still just sometimes do is nip in, go to their sandwich counter, tell you what, tuna salad sandwich, kale salad on the side. It's like... I don't know how much. It's not crazy price. I've had that exact meal with you at the Gelson's in Franklin Village. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> it's like Wolfgang Puck is the like sandwich. Uh, is like the... Well, those are the pre-made ones. Yeah. But then the sandwich jelly is just like a normal, very <laughs> normal. In fact, it's probably the most, weirdly, it's probably the most normal sandwich you can get in LA. <laughs> it's from like a, a Gelson's deli counter. And it's not crazy price and it tastes totally normal. Which is kind of surprising. Well, before I went in, I was talking to George about it. And he said the thing he loves about Gelson's, uh, this is our friend George, is that it has <laughs> it has all the LaCroix flavors you can imagine. Oh, And it really spectrum. did. I found a coconut one, which I've never seen before, um, which George later told me is disgusting. It is disgusting. And then just a flavor that's called pure, which I think is just water. Oh. <laughs> so when I was doing my research on Gelson's, I typed in celebrities at Gelson's. So I thought, yes. oh, I'll just get like a fun thing. Listen, it took me down a very different rabbit hole than I thought I was going to go down. Oh. I found a website, which is called seeing-stars.com. The website has a <laughs> a real HTML kind of format, <laughs> you know, like real kind of 
looks like MySpace. Cool. Um, <laughs> and it just tells you about which celebrities you can see in shopping in Gelson's. Great. Um, when was this website last updated, do we think? Well, let me give you the list of people that they say that we can see. This is in the Pacific Pal- Palisades, not in Silver Lake, but okay. still in a Gelson's. Now prepare yourself because okay, this cool. is, you know, think of Instagram stars, the, you know, the Kardashians. We're about to get real LA current hip. And I know that exact, I know that exact Gelson's. Okay. been in it. Are you ready? Yeah. We're talking Sally Field, Billy Whoa. Crystal, Cindy Crawford, Jane Fonda, Leslie Nielsen, Glenn Close. <laughs> that is a really good list. I think Martin Short is also, yeah, Martin Short, Chevy Chase, uh, Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. So really, we're just talking the creme de la creme of the over yeah. 60. Um, so this website called <laughs> seeingstars.com, I then went down kind of a rabbit hole and they have the strangest list of things on here. One of my favorite segments is this one, which I think we're going to have to now visit every place on this list. It's called the favorite nightclubs of the stars. <laughs> so uh, Hollywood nightclubs and dance clubs have been popular with the stars since the glory days of the Coconut Grove. Love Never a dance club. <laughs> Here's a guide to the few of the stars favorite, very long spacing, late night hangouts. Got it. The Sky Bar. At the Mondrian. Yeah. yeah. Is that, that's still... It's People still, still there, do go there, right? But it, it's not 2007 anymore, but it's still there. Yes. The Viper Room. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ritual. Ever heard of it? No, good name though. That I mean, that sounds like a club in Norwich. Yeah, oh, it really it? does. A lot of these do. The Conga Room. Where's that? That, <laughs> rings, I, that rings a bell. Do you want to look that up? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. I've just found Conga Room. It's mm. right beside the Staples Center. <laughs> In downtown, but wait till you hear the description. Buzzing Lounge, oh. co-owned by Jimmy Smits and J-Lo, with live music and bottle service. Why do we not know about this? <gasps> oh my god, here's me sneering at seeing-stars.com and they've actually got the inside scoop. I think that the Congo Room was clearly like an old school place somewhere else, and then they've rebuilt it, <laughs> like, by the, the Staples, Staples Center. Center. <laughs> okay, continue. Um, there's not too much more on the list, to be honest. There's a place called the Whiskey Bar, the Grand Havana Room, and then my favorite is just a tab that says Other Hollywood Nightclubs. <laughs> <laughs> what a list. Real, real helpful. Um, I saw a celebrity today Ooh, in who's... Silver Lake by uh, the Reservoir. I mean, very loose term celebrity. Should we try and should we do a quick guessing game? Okay, um, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna give you a, a good hint. Okay. Y- uh, YouTube star. Oh, Tyler Oakley. No. Uh, Memory Hart. Grace Inc- Helbig. Wait. Hannah go, Hart. Go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How did you do that? Uh, because mm, listen, I did a job a few years ago where I had to look into YouTube. Just. Tra- translation YouTube. YouTube. I looked into YouTube as and I found a little small segment of them that I found very funny and very entertaining and I just named them basically. Okay, got it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's great. I like her. She's really good. She seemed smiley and like having a lovely time. Great. Yeah. Good for her. Back to Gelson's. Just a few more things. Uh, I found a terrifying piece of information that they have live music in that bar in Gelson's. Oh. <laughs> just very jarring. If you yeah. came in and there was just a band playing, there was a guy at the bar just with a pinata having a glass of wine. <laughs> just propped up on the bar was his pinata. Nice. I was at the Gelson's in West Hollywood not that long ago. Okay. Killing time. And uh, <laughs> it. I, I came away and my conclusion was it was like the people who go there are kind of the mutants of LA <laughs> because they were utterly really weird people. I just, I couldn't put my finger on it. So, well, I have to say sense. Th- that Gelson's in Silver Lake did get me through a quite a dark period when I first moved here, when I was in that really strange sublet in at Los Feliz, where my bedroom was dark and the whole house was dark. And there was like five other people living there, but I never saw them. Everyone was scurrying around in the night like a mole. Did, what did you yearn for the overlit I, yeah, I didn't have like a job. I was very stressed out. And then just like, I would just go there and just like walk around and be like, okay, everything's fine. Like the world is still turning. But I love, how, I love how you had to go to Gelson's and be surrounded by the insane Gelson's customers and be like, oh, everything's normal. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. People are around. They're all insane, but there's still people here. I just had to crawl out of that dark cave. I was in a dark place at that point. So yeah. Gelson's got Ge- me through it. Gelson's got you through. 
I didn't go to that fucking Trader Joe's across the street. That wouldn't have made me feel better. So the parking situation, that Trader Joe's, mm. is just nightmarish. Mm. Um, I, I want to just give a shout out to listener Teddy, who he always says when he goes to Gelson's, he feels like a sort of a wealthy older lady who wears a scarf. You know, <laughs> I remember a couple of a couple of uh, occasions he's gone and bought like an expensive cheesecake from Gelson's mm. and brought it to us. The cheesecake's always good, but I know... The real enjoyment just comes from him going to go buy it. Yeah, you know what I mean? With his invisible scarf on. Exactly. It, he's right. Actually, it does feel like the kind of place you could walk around in those. You know those big sunglasses that are either just sunglasses or you've had like cataract surgery. Yes. You could that and a scarf. I feel like you could. That sums up the clientele yeah, perfectly. Or, if, or maybe like a facelift with a scarf around your face, yes. and you're like, I'm just going to go and get some like bath salts from the bath salts bar to cheer myself up after my facelift. Exactly. It's very that. The bath salts would be like heavily scented with like lavender and herbs. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Got it. So I mean, yeah, that kind of that's that seems like Gelson's to me. Yeah. So then I was kind of thinking, you know, UK equivalents. And there's a couple of like obvious ones that come up, which is, you know, your Marks and Spencers, your Waitrose. Yeah. yeah. It's got that very similar clientele. It's got the, it's got the expensive products. It's got that kind of like sense of trying to be prestige, but not getting it. Yeah. However, Uh-oh. I remembered somewhere when I was walking around Gelson that it really reminded me of. Let's cast your mind back to when I was at university, 2000 and uh, whatever it was. I can't remember. I'm too old. I used to work in a toy shop, a toy store called the Early Learning Centre yep. in Chelsea, just on the King's Road. And there was an independent supermarket there. I think it's independent. I haven't looked it up and I don't care to. This supermarket that was called Partridges. <laughs> <laughs> the name. And Partridges was like, I sometimes used to, I would either, I used to get a Boots meal deal, which we've discussed on this podcast before. Yeah. But sometimes I'd be like frustrated with that. And I was like, oh God, I have to go to Partridges. It's the only supermarket nearby. And it's and it was exactly like Gelson's in the sense that it was insanely overpriced. It made no sense. The clientele is old, very likely to go in after a facelift, and just nothing made any sense at all in there. So I just feel like actually, rather than pinning it on the usual suspects, I felt like there was a little gem hiding in there in Chelsea. I I love that. I've <laughs> never been to Partridges. My only counter offering to the situation would be a booths. Oh, booths. Booths, which is a, a northern um, expensive shopping experience. I have, going back to my consumption of tuna sandwiches, uh, translation tuna for the UK listeners. Um, when I was uh, working in Manchester, every day I either ate a tuna sandwich or an egg sandwich. Listen. And I had a, a, t- had a tally on the wall of how many, <laughs> like I was in prison. Um, but Booths is a lovely experience. Listen, we both know when we say working in Manchester, like so so breezily, <laughs> like was if we, you and I just were skipping around the country. It's like we know exactly what we were doing when we were working in Manchester, <laughs> working at Media City in Manchester, in Salford. Scuttling between that Holiday Inn, that booth in the studio. Yeah. We've all done it. Yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a wind sweat day in Salford. Salford yeah, I Keys. Think, I think I'm, I'm going to go with that. Okay, so the UK equivalent of Gelson's is Partridges in Chelsea and Booths. You're welcome. You're welcome. And we're back. So I've done the American topic and Ben is doing the British topic. What are you talking about, babes? Well, before I reveal my British topic, uh, it's it's New Year. Yep. You know, a lot of us are thinking about fitness. This very second, I've just had an email ping into my inbox um, from Body Spec. Um, I've actually booked in to have um, uh, a body scan <sighs> where you can like scan and you work out like your your fat and your areas and everything. <laughs> you just were gonna say and you work out that you're fat. <laughs> you work out you're fat. <laughs> it just goes. That's scanning, the result. You're fat. <laughs> yeah, that's the result. <laughs> fat or not fat at the end. But is I love I love all the things. What to know before your scan? There's all kinds of things. Please wear clothing without metal. Oh, can't wear that armor that I usually wear. Yeah. All kinds of things. It's called a DXA scan. Oh, and does the final note say, this is a sham? Um, I think so. <laughs> oh, I like this. Please note that for the comfort of all involved, we expect all clients to wear at least one layer of clothing on top of their underwear for their scan. Oh. I think that some things have happened in the past. Yeah. Let's not go into that. However, New Year, often about fitness. So my topic is... Yes. Davina McCall's fitness dvd empire oh wow (laughs) so 
you know, as I said, quite often you might want to think about getting in shape in the new year. I'm not saying that to you, Fraser, or to any of our listeners. No. You know, in the year 2020, we're all about self-love and yep. you can have your body any way you want. But cast your minds back to maybe the year 2015, Yeah, I would say. Time. Different times. Um, fitness DVDs were always kind of like a big thing that came out the new year. They've kind of slightly gone away. Although I was looking, well, obviously few people have DVD or Blu-ray players. I was looking <laughs> at the Amazon.co.uk um, best sellers in exercise and fitness, the chart right now. Right. Now, number one is Joe Wicks, the yeah, body coach the workout. The body coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know him. Yeah, he, he is an Instagram... Um, he's like an Instagram fitness trainer, nutritionist who like got really big on Instagram and then is kind of sidled his way into being a personality like he goes on this morning and talks about like nutrition got it i once worked on this show where he came on and made like a healthy bagel <laughs> and side note my friend emily went to school with him oh he's really good looking oh, and okay really boring i might cut that well he's number one <laughs> number two though is our queen davina yeah she's got the 30 day fat burn and i looked in davina's website which is called like this is mm-hmm. and it has she's been doing these workout dvds for years yeah they, they, they've been like i didn't realize that workout dvds and sort of health and fitness were also a big sort of part of her world oh, and life huge so just to explain who davina mccall is she is a tv host <laughs> oh, oh just to explain it's gonna be so easy to sorry as soon what as do you say, mean? no no just like when you say her name it's not like oh she just hosts this like one show it's like my mind just exploded when you said davina mccall who is she i was like how are we gonna <laughs> fit this in so she is a uk <laughs> tv host she is a safe pair of hands yeah she's a beloved i'd say she's beloved beloved yeah i mean the main i would say the main thing that she's famous for is big brother yeah she was the host of big brother for years she's our julie chen yeah, but she's got way more personality. She um, hosted our beloved pop stars and pop stars, the rivals, oh. which we will get back to shows where the, the bands here, Satan Girls Aloud came out of and one true voice. Street Mate, where she used to scream oh, at people street, on the street. Oh, street Mate, was, that was her first thing. Yeah, Street Mate was amazing. <laughs> so, well, tell us about Street Mate. How, street how did Mate that show was this work? very late 90s, early 2000s show where Davina would run around a, a town in the UK. Not, you know, be, she'd be in like Huddersfield. She'd run around <laughs> Huddersfield and like, grab someone off the street and be like, are you single? And they'd say yes. And then she'd run around the streets with them and they would pick someone for them to go on a date with. Yeah. And then it was all lots of really, then they'd show them getting ready for the date and going on the date. And it was always really cramped shots of like terraced houses and people showering in horrible bathrooms and then going on these really weird, brightly lit dates. But it was always, I loved every episode, but like you said, you're in a different town. So, but oh, where are we this week? And they try and show off like the personality or like yes. culture of the place. And it was very exciting when they came, when Streetmate came to your town. Cause you'd be <gasps> like, oh my God, it's Norwich. Yeah. I know that place. Um, so that was her first, I think it was her first big thing in Channel 4 in the late nineties. Anyway, Davina on the side, you know, she's, she's, she's grown up and she does slightly more, I don't know, sort of family programming now. She, like Long Lost Family? Long Lost Family. I don't even know how that works. I don't even know that one. Have you you've never seen Long Lost Family? No. Okay, it's the most manipulative, emotionally manipulative TV show that has ever existed. Okay. It's basically just like about people reuniting them like with a long lost family member and she just does it in like studio and it's, and they like film all these VTs and the music is like really manipulative and I have genuinely cried like every time i've watched it well i have cried on a plane watching my other favorite davina mccall show this time next year oh yeah oh my god that's great studio show where (laughs) someone's like okay this time next year i'm gonna be able to ride a pony again even because this year i i lost all my legs yeah or something like that and then they go through a door and they come out a year later yeah and it's like you'd i'd come out in a horse (laughs) that's how it would be (laughs) love that show anyway um so she, on the side of all of this, she has all these fitness DVDs. She's very, like, legit. Now, one thing that's interesting is she used to, she had a heroin addiction yeah. in her very early days. Mm-hmm. So I think part of all of this yeah. is very much like her getting fit and healthy and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Have you ever worked or met Davina McCall? Hmm. Huh. No, I have absolutely never had one interaction with Davina McCall. How did, that, how did I manage that? I have. Okay, because I feel like, I just say, I feel like there's two, there's a male host and a female host in the UK, a presenter who everyone who works in TV in the UK has crossed paths with either her or... Who? Patty McGuinness? Dermot O'Leary. Dermot O'Leary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I have crossed paths with Dermot Of O'Leary. course. Yeah. 
Um, they're very similar to one another. Very similar energy. Very likable, mainstream. Nice and positive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Davina, well, Davina was coming in the talk show I used to work at in the UK. And you always do for these shows like a pre-interview either in the phone or in person to, you know, work out all their stories and what they're going to talk about. Now, I, th- this week it was like, <laughs> my week was Davina. Great. And I thought, oh, you know what? She is going to be a breeze because yeah. she gets it. She's likable, everything. Call her up. She's in France. Because oh. I think she has a house there. May we? It was getting absolutely nothing from her oh it's like i got her on a really really bad day and i came off the phone and everyone in the office office was like ben what happened we know something's happened because <laughs> that sounded awful oh lord and i was like yeah just wasn't having it but then in person she was absolutely lovely and right. she knew what to do and she was she did that kind of thing of like like walking down the corridor to set like she would sort of put her arm around me and like hold me and like really listen intently as if yeah. i was on this time next year about to ride that <laughs> pony <laughs> Anyway, so Davina is a fitness DVD queen. Now, but but I wanted to look at all the other people over the years who've had fitness DVDs, okay? Here is uh, the intro to one that I found. Good, Jerry. This looks nice. Again, a I very find good... if I fo- focus on, like, a little spot, it helps me keep my balance. Good. Who do you think that is? Beverly Callard. That is Jerry doing Jerry yoga. Oh, Jerry yoga in 2001. was it? <laughs> Beverly Callard. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> Jerry She's here. the voice of an older woman. <laughs> well, she is in this in this clip. She is upside down on her head Fine. speaking. So that's why she sounds a bit like she's, you know. Jerry yoga was a big thing. Big thing. After yeah. she came out at the Brit Awards and sung It's Raining Men and she was really skinny. And yeah. then she, I mean, it was unfortunate, but I she mean, was like, I did it through yoga. And then I remember Jerry yoga was a huge, big deal. Yeah. So we won't go too much into that because there is some darkness there. Mm. And then I'm gonna play this. This is actually fun. You're gonna guess who this is. She might say her name, but fun anyway. (laughs) Okay, so you obviously know that's Natalie Casti. Now Jerry was all about yoga. What was what was the kind of USP of Natalie Casti's workout DVD? Zumba? No. Oh. It was called Then and Now Workout. So what they would do at the beginning is they would show her doing the workout like three months ago. Right when she was, you know, not in shape. And then it would flick to a clip of her doing the workout now. Oh, that's... In that's, shape. That's actually pretty smart. <laughs> not a bad, like, format point. Natalie Casti was in EastEnders. She, you yeah, know... British soap opera. Yeah, royalty. Like, like a Days of Their Lives type situation. Yeah. Okay, next up. Just so you know, it says, release your inner, inner diva. Who's that? Uh, Lorraine Kelly. 100% yes. <laughs> so Lorraine Kelly, she had Living to the Max. Um, in Living to the Max, she's with another, she's with a trainer called Max. And she's like, do you know, I found Max and Max can do really great workouts. I'm doing it with Max. It's Living to the Max. That's basically it. <laughs> Love that real paint by numbers title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Lorraine, uh, again, she's a bit more of a legit one. She's, yeah. we've talked about before, she would be my snatch game. Yeah. Um, morning tv host a little bit older very relatable i would trust her dvd her fitness dvd something's just flashed through my mind a memory of a fitness dvd that i once cackled out loud at and watched the whole thing of so someone must have had it weirdly i think we've talked about her on the podcast before abby titmus whoa so i remember abby titmus who was that very kind of infamous she she was like a model and then oh she was she sort of part of that period of time in the uk where people were getting famous from sex tapes or sex scandals or saying that they had an affair with a famous person it was that well abby titmus is i even remember the name the title of it i'll correct myself if i'm wrong in post what was it i think it was called tone and tease with abby titmus and it was all like i'm gonna use the in air quotes burlesque style routines but i just remember there was a lot of like waving like a feather burrow above your head and a lot of like just putting one, perching one foot onto a chair and like swinging your hips. And there was, I'd say almost zero aerobic effect, but it was, you know. It was titillating. Yeah, I may not have got toned, but I felt like I did tease. Okay, here's (laughs) the next one. So who is doing the well, five-step fat attack? Of course, that is Claire from Steps. Claire from Steps. Steps. A cover uh, of Better the Devil You Know. 
Oh god, I forgot about that song. <laughs> Steps, uh, very big UK pop group from the late nineties. Yeah, they need their own episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, I then also just found this DVD. Now there's no footage. There's just a cover. I oh, do okay. feel like this is right up our street. Translation alley. <laughs> oh my god. The CDUK dance workout, get fit on the dance floor. Do you, is there any information about what's on it? Nope. I mean, we need, someone needs to help us out. <laughs> We've got so many, so many listeners that are connected, I'm sure. Someone can go into the vaults and get out a CDUK workout DVD for us. We've talked about our, our love of CDUK before. It was a Saturday morning music show. And they clearly at one point were so big that they had their own DVD. That cover looks like it is dancers dancing on the CDUK stage. And I bet you just danced as like you know, uh, Sweet Dreams My LAX by Rachel Stevens oh. or something. Well, that, well, that routine that, would involve lots ribbons. of ribbon work. <laughs> <laughs> like bending and pushing and skipping over ribbons. Um, okay, so I mean, those are some of the, the, the best ones that I found. But So I've noticed that the, in, my, in my research, mm-hmm. the downfall of the fitness DVD, twofold. Right. Number one, DVDs. Yeah. No one has DVDs or Blu-rays, whatever. Yeah. The other one was a couple of years ago, I think it was in 2015. I'm going to read this um, headline from The Sun. Fiddle Miss Moffat. Gogglebox star Scarlett Moffat's best-selling DVD exposed as a sham after she secretly starved herself. So Scarlett Moffat, who is incredibly likable and lovable um, personality. She was in a show called Gogglebox. Translation, The People's Couch. Oh, yeah, they'd had it It here. It was on Bravo. Didn't do well, did it? And it didn't do well. And she, so she did like a, fitness dvd but then apparently it came out that she'd actually been starving herself and she'd gone on like a retreat to austria and lost all the weights so it was all just a bit Ooh, of a sham right. so it kind of like i think the same thing happened with Kerry katona i think she got I think lipo so oh yeah that's right yeah so everyone sort of always kind of knew they were they weren't really real but this mm. really exposed it and yeah. it kind of was the nail in the coffin for them yeah which is a bit of a shame um did you have any favorite like fitness dvds in the past or well, growing up well, there was Abby Tippis's Tone and Tease, yep. um, which I did. I at university, uh, Caroline. She um, she had, I think it was her. She had a Pussycat Dolls workout DVD. Oh, fun! And I remember that was great. And it and you learned like a routine at the end as well. And I got very good at that. So I think there was like you like did the workout to Doncha. That was really fun. Oh, I do that now. Um, and then I just my my mum never really had any when I was growing up. So like I know a lot of people's mums had like is it Rosemary Connolly. That's, that rings a bell. She's that uh, older lady who used to go on morning TV and like, she was kind of like a female Richard Simmons, wasn't she? Like yeah. motivating people. We'll talk about motivating people. Growing up, we had the Mr. Motivator DVD. Oh, we, we did it. Who indeed. was basically the UK Richard Simmons. Yeah. And I used to do it. Yeah. And I actually, it was all very like, if you don't have weights, grab a can of beans. Uh, fun fact for you, UK guest of the podcast, Shanina. Mm-hmm. Nina was in a, she's in a Mr. Motivator workout. Was she, she in, wait a minute, was she in holding like Barbados? Yeah. They filmed it there. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happened. That might have been, that might have been the one I had. It was either Barbados or Jamaica. Oh, Shanina, get in touch. Let us know. Oh my God. Okay. We Find need... a clip. Okay. Get in touch. We want to know everything about it. Oh I God. may have done that workout. Well, how funny if you were doing the one that she's on. Anyway. There's Shanina with a can of beans in the background. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We also, my mom had the share workout growing up. Oh my God. Yeah. A lot wow. of, a lot of like black leather and not black leather, a lot of black lace she was wearing and like tussled hair. Very into that. Have you ever seen the Angela Lansbury? It's not a workout per se, but well, it's, I'm it's glad more you of a bro- lifestyle video. I'm glad you brought that up because video. I have a list of some of the, the kind of most obscure celebrity right. fitness ones. Top of the list, Angela Lansbury, Positives Moves. Yeah, have you ever seen it? Um, I've got, well, I've got a clip here. I made Jesse watch it. The movements you will see on this tape are very fluid and easy. So let's begin. I mean... That whole, I, I, I think I made Jesse watch that whole thing. It, it involves like there's a whole, just a scene of her like putting on creams. Putting on creams. That's right. Yeah, and then and having like a sensual bath and talking about um, women's like sensuality, which is pretty, you know, like fair enough. Good for her. Let me I just love play. Angela. Routine that helps me to swing into action each morning. After I get out of the shower, I give myself a mini massage with aloe lotion. By doing this massage every day, I am literally staying in touch with my body. I can't help but be aware of whether or not I'm in shape. <laughs> I love her so good, much. I mean, good for her. Oh, she's that's the best. wonderful. Okay, Mark Wahlberg had one. Oh, it was God. like a Marky Mark DVD. Ugh. Um, we've talked about Cher. Um, who else have we got here? 
Paula Abdul. Let me just play a little clip from this. <laughs> okay, we need to get that. We really do. Because I would also, just to paint a picture of the scene that I'm looking at, she's in a giant studio with sort of like scaffolding and structures and like shadows. <laughs> it looks really, really good. I feel like in my head, um, workout DVDs, celebrity ones, also merge in with that kind of very popular trend in like the 90s, 2000s of like infomercial like workouts. Do you remember Tybo? Oh yeah, Tybo was like a big thing, and and like all those, you know, especially in January, it would be like all those fitness equipments, like our Blaster two thousands, and my dad fell for one of them, and we had this like <laughs> this contraption in our conservatory that was like all kinds of pulleys and ropes on like a, a board on like wheels, and you had to like hoist yourself up and down on it, and honestly, no one used it in my family. It was like I think the cat sat on it. <laughs> <laughs> what without it moving? The yeah, cat just move. sitting on it. Oh yeah, Je- she had abs of steel, Jenny, Jenny the cat. Do you know my cat was called Jenny? I didn't know that. Jenny! How, do you know how much money Davina McCall has made from those workout DVDs? I couldn't What's find... What's like her empire? I couldn't find that. Oh, I wonder what she's on... I'm going to look her up on Celebrity Net Worth. Hold oh, okay. On. Hang on. I'm on Amazon Prime for some reason. Okay. According to Celebrity Net Worth, she's worth four million pounds. Oh. Four million dollars? That doesn't seem like as much as I thought it would. That's not right. No, that's definitely not right. That's crap. It says that she used to run a restaurant and work as a cabaret performer. Oh, we didn't get that in, did we? Okay, so what is the US equivalent of Davina McCall's fitness DVD empire? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Okay, I've got someone in mind, but I, I'm, I'll, I'll hear you out first. I'm going to be very obvious, listeners, and I'm going to say Jane Fonda. And okay. the, re- the reason being is Jane Fonda basically invented the celebrity fitness DVD slash VHS. And she's not primarily known for fitness. Yeah. She's a, an actor performer who does it on the side. And Davina is a host who does fitness on the side. Okay. So that's my answer. Who were you going I with? I was going to say Suzanne Summers. You know her? Oh, yeah. Because she was also, she was known as an actress back in the day. And then she became... Was she the thigh master or the stair master? Oh, something like that. Ab master? She was a master. Master Blaster 2000. Remember that song? <laughs> Just play a little bit. with the master blaster. <laughs> Just play a clip of that here, please. Feel the vibe is my answer. Rolling with the master blaster. <laughs> okay, Suzanne Summers. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I think um, who, we're going to pick someone. Who? Oh, you mean we can't just say both like we always do? <laughs> the okay. format of this show? Hang on. Okay. Um, no, no, no. Um, no, I, I think I think you're right. I think we should go with a classic. We should go with old Jay Fonz. Okay, so the US equivalent of Jimmy McCall's fitness DVD empire is J- Jane Fonda. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and we're back. And as always, we're going to finish out with Welcome Not Welcome, which is where we list things uh, American and British. And we say whether they're welcome or not welcome, a.k.a. whether we like them or not, basically. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go first. Whoa. Uh, okay, welcome or not welcome, dancing on ice. Oh. <laughs> I would say not welcome. See, just to explain that dancing on ice, uh, did they ever have it here? It's basically... I probably uh, tried. Yeah, I think so. It's basically, um, you know, it's basically... What the fuck? Dancing with the stars. Basically dancing with the stars on ice, yeah. on an ice rink. Um I'm going to say welcome because Dancing on Ice gives me this strange... It's always on in January. It's always the post-Christmas thing. And it reminds me of like cold winter nights in the UK and like not wanting to go out because you don't have enough money. So we'd stay in and watch Dancing on Ice. Also, this year, H from Steps is in a male... Uh, they're like a male partnership. It's like two... Oh, it's the, two it's the first one first, ever. like gay like partners on a TV show. Because there hasn't been one on um, Strictly no, or anything. No. Okay. Oh, well, that's welcome. Okay. Change my tune. Welcome. Okay. Welcome or not welcome... Alicia Dixon on America's Got Talent. Oh my God, you dropped that bombshell to me earlier and I cannot believe it. We will be discussing this on probably the next episode. Yeah. But Alicia Dixon, um, British pop star and judge and famous for being in that she likes, she likes your, wait, what's that song called again? <laughs> she, she wants likes, to move. She wants to move. Um, Pharrell song? Yes. N-E-R-D. Um, N-E-R-D. She is uh, a do, new judge do, on... Do, 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 do. 
On America's Got Talent, the champions. So weird. So weird. It's very reminiscent of Cheryl coming over for X Factor. Yeah, in that purple and uh, (laughs) that ensemble. That orange. (laughs) Purple and orange one shot. (laughs) Big hair. (laughs) Do you understand the accent? (laughs) Do you know what, though? I'm going to say welcome. I really like Alicia Dixon. Yeah. Okay, Okay. welcome. Welcome Uh, or not welcome? uh, Welcome or not welcome, the STI billboards in Los Angeles. Have you ever seen these driving around? They're like big, big billboards that say like, don't get gonorrhea. Yeah. <laughs> On like a giant billboard. Yeah, it's like syphilis is coming to kill you. Yeah. It's very jarring, but I appreciate the message. Welcome. Well, I'm going to say welcome. Okay. I'm going to welcome in those STI billboards into my life. Oh, welcome or not welcome, <laughs> sugarfish. I have never dined in sugarfish. Sugarfish is a small chain of high-end sushi restaurants uh, in LA. I think there's one in New York. I mean, you, you've listed uh, maybe five things in that sentence that means I'll never go there. All right, chill out. <laughs> I would say that the UK equivalent of sugarfish is dashoom. Oh, okay. <laughs> which is like a kind of a high-end Indian restaurant yep. in London. There are a few of them. Um, I'm, I, I like, I like a, a sugarfish. I'm going to say welcome. I'm going to say not welcome. Although it wasn't it welcome. Down. The one time I went in and it smelled like there was gas... And I said to the, the maitre d', I was like, by the way, just so you know, I, th- I think there might be like a gas leak here. And they went, I, I don't have a sense of smell. <laughs> I was like, okay. So that was that. Okay, welcome or not welcome, sweet greens. Now, I get sweet greens mixed up with tender greens. Fair enough. Tender, sweet, sweet, tender greens is all like, again, fast casual. It's like... It's like a pork chop and mash though, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. Sweet yeah, greens. I don't like tender greens. Sweet greens is all like, it's salads. Oh, yes. Oh, I've had a really expensive salad from sweet greens. All, all the salads are about $14, yeah. I would say. I ordered one on Postmates from the one in Silver Lake not so long Whoa. ago, and it cost, including the Postmates fee, it cost me upwards of $500. <laughs> the, the key to sweet greens is they're all about their tech. They love like an app and ordering all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, um, there's one under our office, so I go... Re- vaguely regularly every salad tastes exactly the same yes and a couple of times the the tech has gone down so you go in and it's just like a mass army of angry people wanting their salads <laughs> so i'm gonna say not welcome i'm gonna say not welcome okay well that's it we're ending this episode on a negative note but do you hey, remember oh. um do you remember tossed <laughs> was that one of the ones in one, of the ones in so- one of the ones in soho <laughs> tossed i used to eat at tossed pretty much every single day when i was working <laughs> on the apprentice <laughs> so depressing I just love think. it like I love the idea of like on a real cold rainy day like going to get like a salad in yeah. London ah! <laughs> I get my tossed I do miss tossed you'd think salads would be better here but that tossed salad was really good okay well shout out to tossed <laughs> please sponsor us tossed <laughs> send um, me the tossed salad on ice over to LA um so that is our episode now you can always follow us on Instagram at you are welcome America Follow us on Spotify. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. We love getting like weird reviews there. Absolutely. And yeah, and if you start following us, just leave us a comment on the latest post and just let us know what's going on. Because yeah, it's, it's on? really fun. We're getting all these like new followers and I, I want to know who you are and what's happening. Yeah, really <laughs> weird stuff. And uh, as we said at the top of the episode, we are looking for some new fun pop culture sound bites for our intro of the show. Yeah. New Year, New Us. Oh yeah, completely. New Year, Welcome America. So if you have a really good suggestion to replace Theresa May, not as a <laughs> prime minister, just as a, a sound bite, get in touch. It can be American, it can be British. Um, yeah, give us a shout. Great. That's as always, it. thanks to Jesse for putting up with us recording in the house sitting in the corner flicking through a magazine (laughs) thanks jesse uh oh he's not happy right let's go deal with that Okay. okay all right bye you're so far up your mouth i think you just know your own sheets where are you from joseph south shields well there were three of us in this marriage so it was a bit crowded but let me be clear I enjoy cooking bacon and stop working with flour.